This week I have a question for you. What could 30 seconds do to teach you something? Could 30 seconds remind you of some important life lesson? Could it enrich your soul? Could it change your world? Could it save your life? We tend to think of change in terms of giant things, right? But imagine just 30 seconds of something different. Tiny little building blocks that could lead to something bigger. That's what we're talking about this week on Confessions of a Working Writer. It's an episode where I talk about how 30 minutes of doing something random reminded me of something and led to a change. So, without any further ado, let's get started. a time when I really loved to run. When running was a single moment of unequaled peace in my day. When I was just focused on the movement of my body, on breathing, on the immediate surroundings, making sure I didn't trip over anything or anything else. Running was incredible. I loved it. 100% loved it. Then I left the military, and since no one was making me run, I decided to take a break from running, and I put it on the shelf, and I walked away from it, uh, thinking I'd come back. Well, I didn't. No one was there to force me to do it, so I didn't. A few years dealing with some stuff turned into a lot of years of dealing with some stuff, and soon it was the middle of the pandemic, and I had been sitting on my ass kind of afraid of the world, not doing much, eating, working from a chair uh, for the first part of the pandemic in a job that was literally sucking the life out of me. And then later just trying to figure out what the hell I was doing because there's been so many years where the life was being sucked out of me and I just sat there and and was like, okay, here you go. Thanks for coming. Take take your share of my soul and, and enjoy your day. So I just stopped running. Recently, I had some health concerns pop up because of my weight, right? Like, I I gained a lot of weight. It made me worried. So it was time to make some changes. Um, I changed my diet. Not hugely. I mean, I basically started doing things that I had done in the military, right? I went back to like, okay, when I was in the military and people were checking my waistline every year, there was a certain way I ate. Um, maybe I need to go back to that. Not that I need to worry about cutting the waistline down to meet like a standard for fitness or anything, but I just know that when I ate this way, I was, I, I carried less weight. I actually felt better. I slept better. A lot of stuff, right? You hear about these things. Uh, the health and, and wellness industry wants you to hear all this stuff because they want you to buy products. Um, I'm not buying products outside of food. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm eating better. And I started doing some calisthenics again, some kind of military style workouts. And then I started walking and I walk every day. 
Um, and I haven't always been good at walking every day because walking is for me and it is for me, but it needed to happen every day. I didn't appreciate that. Don't worry. There's a point to this long story. So one day, a couple weeks ago on a Friday, I'm walking and I get a wild hair just right up the ass and decide I'm going to run from this one street to this next street. It's not very far. It's one of those, you know, it's like you walk through a cul-de-sac and you're just going to run the opening. Like, I'm just going to run that spot. I don't know why. I just want to. See, previously I'd convinced myself, well, my knees hurt, running's bad for you, and I'd listened to health coaching and advising and, and read blog articles on this and that. And contrary to popular belief, I am a person that can be very susceptible to some of that stuff. Um, so I said, well, what can it hurt? I'll just run it for a minute. So I ran it, and, and it felt amazing. That little bit of running felt amazing. I wasn't trying to break any land speed records or anything. I call running, you'd probably call it a nice mild jog if you're an actual runner. But it's more than I've done since the military. And I kept walking for a little bit. And then I was turning the corner. I was like, God, that was really great. That felt awesome. I kind of want to do that again. So I pulled out my phone. I'm listen I like to listen to audiobooks when I walk. I pulled out my phone. And I, I took out the timer. And I, I recorded 30 seconds, right? I said, okay, this will go off in 30 seconds. And I started it and I started running. I started running for 30 seconds. And then I rested for a minute and a half. I was like, that was fun. In the middle of that minute and a half, I went, I'm going to do it again. So a minute and a half was over. I went for 30 seconds again. I ran. That felt pretty good. Okay. Another 90 seconds, another 30 seconds. I repeated that cycle, those intervals, right? I repeated them six times before finally my lungs and my body were like, all right, dude, good movement, good on you. We haven't been doing this shit in a while. Time to throttle back. So I walked the rest of the way for, for what amounted to about an hour. And that night, I was so happy that I had run, even for just a couple minutes, broken out in intervals. I just felt that, that difference in me. I went, okay. All right. So, the next week on Tuesday, I started interval running. And now Tuesdays and Fridays, I go for interval runs. And we'll increase that or change it. The, the intervals have changed now. I now do longer spurts of running with shorter breaks in between. Um, but, you know, the intervals will change, but the general idea hasn't. Maybe one day I'll get up and I'll just run, you know, two or three miles just because I can. I'll just be like, okay, going to go run two or three miles. There we go. I did it, right? I'm not in a race to get there. I'm nice and easy and just enjoying it. I'm doing my running. And I've lost weight from the diet, and I've lost weight from the activity and the exercise. Uh, and I'm in a much healthier place where I sleep, and I just acknowledge when I'm too tired to do stuff and all. I, I let go of FOMO and just go, you know, I, I love these things, but I can move on. So here's the thing that I, I want you to take from that story, because I know people are going, great, working writer podcast, Matt just told a story about jogging. Thanks, bro. 
Why didn't I run? Couple reasons. One, I was listening to other people tell me, oh, it's bad for you, shouldn't do it. Shouldn't do it, it's terrible. It's a bad idea. Okay, fair. Another reason is I was comparing myself and running to other people. Right? Other people running like, I run a marathon, I do a 10K, I do a this. And somehow running, because I have this, I do, I, I have this in me, and some of you probably have it too. I have a little bit of a competitive streak. And that competitive streak means if I'm going to run or I'm going to do something, I have to be the fucking best at it. Right? I have to be the best runner. I have to be the best writer. I have to be the best everything. I have to have the shiniest bald head, right? You have to have the biggest beard. I mean, you know, like if I let it go, it would go nuts. But there is something that is true in my writing that is also true in this running. When I write, I don't worry about other people. And look, that takes a lot of effort. I get it. The fucking hustle and grind peddlers are strong. Just today, just today, before recording this, I took a look and was like reading random articles and all. And you have an idea. I saw six, six articles, six articles on the topic of how to build a writing habit. Six, just me, right? Just me and just written within the last 48 hours. Can you imagine how many of those sons of bitches have been written throughout? Like there's probably millions of them, right? I literally read articles on, on, on all kinds of topics, right? There's my writing stuff. If I go to nutrition, I read a bunch of articles about how sweet potatoes are either good for you or poison, depending on how you talk, right? The world pumps bullshit into our ears. You have to develop a really good filter, right? You do. You have to develop a really good bullshit reality filter. That's tough. When we're writing, that's hard. That's a whole lot of writers saying, how I made $10,000 a month in my writing practice, and you can too, because I'm going to sell you online courses, and that's going to make my ten grand. i am not going to tell you that, but that's my goal to get my $10,000 a month, because it's a fucking grift. That's what it is. But look, I can call it a grift, and I can rail the high heaven about how the gurus and the coaching and the aides and all the bullshit in the world trying to tell you, let me help you, I can help you grow, and how you should probably ask, what the fuck have they done? They can help you grow, instead of just taking it on face value, and how maybe you should have some faith in your friends and your loved ones and see what they can do to help you too. Like, I could pump all of that out. But I get it, because I'm as susceptible to it as anybody. That stuff hits. Right? For a minute, when I see these articles and roll my eyes at them, there's a part of me that wants to click and goes, how can we build a better writing habit? Right? There's a part of me, like right now, even though I'm happy with my interval running, that goes, mm, is there a better way I could do my interval running? I wonder how Olympic sprinters train. I bet their training would be awesome and it would really help me out. The thing is, the thing between that my writing and my interval training have in common is that I do them for me. I do them in my way. I understand that there's, look, I could get a running coach and he could probably, he or she could probably help me get to a better point of running. 
I don't really want to. I just do my running for me. It's, it's there. I know enough about it. The basic mechanics are fine. I could hire a business coach or a professional writing coach to help me get stuff online, but that's not, I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, it's, it's me. The journey is mine. Right? You know why I'm running consistently right now? Because I came to the conclusion that I needed to run. Right? That took years. But it's there. It's back. I'm happy. It's good. There's this whole thing. This whole push from the outside world to tell you what, how, when, where, why to do shit. And look, I don't want you to confuse. Here's the thing. I don't want you to confuse this for when, like, a writer just shares their ideas and thoughts on process, okay? There's a difference between a writer who shares their ideas and thoughts on process and goes, here's my stuff, take a read, like it, great, don't like it, fine. This is how I do it. There are lots of things like that, right? Contribute Your Verse, a great podcast that does a lot of that material. That's awesome. You need to see it. You need to hear that stuff because other people might have ideas that you might try. Stephen King wrote a whole book, right? So did Chuck Palahniuk, so is Margaret Atwood. Like, lots of people have written books on writing. There's nothing wrong with getting the ideas from other writers. The problem we get into is that there are a group of people, for lack of a better term, we're going to call them grifters, that want to sell you online courses, coaching sessions, and extra shit, and are convincing you that their method is what's going to help you. And maybe it's, they're going to say, well, it'll help you find the answers inside you. Right. But it's their method that you need. Right. That's what happens. You know? And so suddenly you're not reading, oh, hey, here's, here's my writing habit. Right. There's one thing to say, here's an article on how I created a writing habit. Will it work for you? I don't fucking know. But here's how I did it. And maybe it's something you want to try. Versus how to create a writing habit. Because I have the authoritative idea on exactly how you pull that shit off. Guys, it makes this whole thing so shitty. Right? My run, my run time is amazing. It's something I love. And I love it because it's for me. Yesterday, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. I went out on a Tuesday and ran. Felt good. I loved it. I felt good afterwards. I was tired. I was sweaty. I took a shower. I drank some water. I ate a little something. I felt amazing. Right, No one can take that time away from me, that time in the sun running down the trail by where I live and everything else. No one can take that away from me. It was incredible. I am not going to win a gold medal. There are probably literally 30 people just within my immediate neighborhood who I could never hope to catch in a foot race. I don't care. That's not why I do it. It's not why I do it. That's not the goal. That's not what I hope to achieve. I do it for me. Look, I talk a lot on this podcast about how if you're writing, you know, you need to put away the idea of being rich and famous because that's just going to fuck your shit up. Because it is. I've had those ideas in my head and all it does is fuck your shit up. Because you can't predict. There's no one, anyone that could tell you, I know how to get you to be rich and famous. Fucking lying to you. Right? Stephen King doesn't know how you get rich and famous, so how the fuck would Dippy know how you do it? He doesn't. He's just selling you a bullshit online course so he can make his $10,000 a month and justify his blog. Okay? 
I get it. That shit is rough. So let go of the money and the fame motivation and do it for yourself. Write the things that you want to write. I've said this before a lot. You may be in the middle of working on a novel and be struck dead by a fucking bus one day. Okay? No one will ever read that novel. It's gone. It's not even finished. The question is, were you happy writing it? Or were you hoping to get the joy from making a bunch of money at it, right? I may go for my next run on Friday, and I may fucking get struck by lightning while I'm out there, right? The question isn't, oh, Matt Denver won a gold medal in Olympic running. No, the question is, was I enjoying the time I had to run, right? This life, this life thing you're given, you're given one shot at a thing that statistically probably shouldn't have fucking happened. Like, a lot of people who listen to me are writers. You're not mathematicians. But trust me when I say, if you walk the stats back on this, the statistical likelihood that the, the genetic material that came to make you, the sperm and the egg coming together and successfully fertilizing, that's a small statistical miracle. The fact that you were carried successfully to term is a statistical miracle. The fact that you were born into, the, in, into wherever you were, like, I was born in America, right? Like, that's a one in a billion fucking shot. You know, that the, all these little things happened, right? You were born with functioning, eye, functioning eyes. You can read. Congratulations, right? Like, all these little statistical anomalies had to line up to make you, to give you this one shot at this little life thing. And all we spend our fucking time doing is competing with other people's little lives and worrying about our money and our fame, because apparently that's how we justify this odd little miracle that happened when you were conceived, carried, born, and grew up. It's just dumb. Just like avoiding running was stupid for me, right? Like, you need to take the time, spend some time doing things for you. Go run for you. Go walk for you. Go bike ride for you. Sit down and write what you want to write. Look, is there some shit you're going to have to do? Yeah, there's taxes. There's the DMV. There's paying bills. There's all that shit. I'm not putting that out there, out of the way. But what I am saying is if you really, really, really want to write this book, let's say your book is about a magical unicorn land, right? You have a book about a magical unicorn land that you want to write about. And it's invaded by sentient platypi who, who run through with fucking 10-foot spears topped with poisoned candy canes. I don't care. Whatever the fuck it is. If that's the thing you really want to write, and you spend all your time worrying if people want to read it, right? Because it has to be a hit. Because if it's not a hit, I can't pay my bills. Then allow me to give you a friendly piece of advice. Get a day job. Pay your bills and then just write the book the way you want to write it. One, it's probably going to be a better fucking book. Right? Two, you're sure as hell going to enjoy it more. And I'm, I'm going to beat the drum on this. The stats on making a bunch of money as a writer are not great. Like, that's another statistical coin toss you have to win, okay? Fuck the coaches. They're lying to you. That's a hard fucking road. Okay? But hey, you might make it. But if, you know, 
what are you going to do? Like, I know blog, I, I talked to a blogger earlier this week who was like, man, I just want to write like you write. And all this person writes, they write listicles. They write 10 best ways to do this, 16 successful life hacks, blah, 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 blah. And they, they message me over Twitter and go, Matt, I want to do the kind of stuff you do, but I'm not sure how. I'm like, it's not fucking hard. I just write what I want to write. Well, yeah, but don't you worry about traffic? No. I write what I write, and I take incredible joy when somebody discovers something I wrote on Medium or some other website and goes, man, that hit me. I love that, dude. Great. That was amazing. That's awesome. I've been looking for you forever. I take great, deep personal joy in that. But you know what? I take even more joy in the writing of the things that I do, whether it's a satire or something to make other writers feel good or a scary story or a Christmas story about a fucking fruitcake. It, it doesn't matter. Like, I enjoy those moments. I enjoy every single one of them. Just the truth of it. I enjoy those moments. I love them. I just wrote a piece today, actually, about, you know, the taiko drumming that I do. Look, I'm never going to be a world-famous taiko player. That shit is... Ne I'm telling you right now, okay? I can hear the coaches. Well, Matt, if you say that, you'll never manifest your success. You're right. I won't, because I'm never going to be a taiko. Look, my sensei at taiko class... Tracy is literally hands down amazing. It's incredible to watch her play Taiko. Took a lot of study, a lot of passion. It's super cool. Learning from her is fucking rad. But I'm never going to be like performing to that level because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's just not what I do. I am very much an amateur Taiko player. I do it because I love it, and that's it. I may perform one day. That may happen. But I'll do it because I love it. I'm not out here going one day, baby. Matt Hampton, Tycho drummer. Fuck yeah, here comes my album. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I play drums because I love it. I run because I love it. I write because I love it. They always say, love what you do and you never work a day in your life. So why the fuck are we all trying to take what we love and transform it into work so we can hate what we do? I don't know. So what's the takeaway from this? You spent 20 minutes with me hearing about running and doing things that you love. That's it. Here's the thing. We talked last week about agency, about finding that, that agency that you have and taking control of your life. Do that. Consider that the person you need to take care of in life, one of the people who depends upon you, is yourself. Don't do things to compete with other people. Don't do things to measure up to other people. Don't do things for fucking dollar value. Do things because you love them and they bring you joy and they're good for you and they take, you know, you're able to take care of yourself through doing them. Do that. Money is fucking bullshit. Trust me. Okay? Do that. Take the time. Relax. Breathe. You won't regret it. Okay? And that's it. That's what we got. You can do it. Last week's episode, this week's episode, take your agency back. You don't need someone to walk you through it. Think about something that you love doing. If you're like, ah, Matt talked about running and I used to love running. Go get him. Go out there and just run for 30 seconds and then take a break. Listen to your body. You don't have to break it in half, but go do it. Stop listening to people go, oh yeah, it's good that you don't do it. Because I was just echoing excuses for myself. I'm happy I stopped. 
Put down the excuses. Pick up the stuff you love. Take care of yourself. Until next time, you know the drill. I'm Matt, just a working writer, and this has been my confession. I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you.